This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. time to get geeky get awesome it is the awesome cast episode 507 mike sorg at sorgatron on the twitter here and uh we are ready to get geeky with the crew and have some fun here at the sorgatron media studios in pittsburgh pa of course i i'm i'm just here by myself in uh pittsburgh pa but uh but we are ready to get rolling first of all we got with us on the line from studio d he is the chilla back again that's me. I am back. I am back. Actually, after another hiatus, I think Podner was on the, the the podcast last week, right? Yeah, yeah. He dropped in last so, week. It was so, great. So there, so there's something, and I don't know what it is. Whenever he's scheduled to be on the show, something goes haywire in my life, and I can't make the show. <laughs> what? So are you saying? If, are you saying Podner's bad luck for you being on this show? I, I'm not saying. I'm I'm not confirming. Are nor you denying. inferring or just noticing? Just, or it's it's it's, it's 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 a general hypothesis I'm making. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That it, and we can test it out the next time he's on the show. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, I'm going to schedule. I'm going to schedule him sooner than later. Happens in my life. I'm, then gonna, I'm going to officially blame him. I'm going to schedule him sooner than later so that we can um, uh, test this, I guess, in general. So, uh, also back with us uh, is. The Dutters. Hi. <laughs> and my uh, kryptonite is Cynthia Klosky and Kim Lyons. If they're going to be on the show, then something, either I can't be there or something happens. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have like a, like, so we can't, like, like we can't, we have a lady minimum or maximum on here, apparently. <laughs> right? So... Either that or they're, they're like our secret identities. That ah, out turns yet. out turns out they're all the same person i can't tell you that i've seen uh cynthia and uh kim in the same place i mm-hmm. that's unconfirmed that in in my memory at least so but how are you doing i know you've had a big week uh had you weren't here last week because you had a big surgery uh but you're you're recovering right yeah um, i feel great uh sore but definitely feel like spirit wise feel good like just glad to have that all over with and, and feeling great Awesome, awesome! Uh, glad to have everybody back here, and, uh, and, and you may notice if you're on the live stream, we're doing things a little bit differently. We're using some software that I've been using in some other aspects, and had a nice clean install of my computer. And we're using some of the higher end tools here uh, for our, our regular in studio podcast now. So a little bit of a, 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 a an upgrade there. I hope you guys enjoy what's going on there. But that also means that Patreon becomes even more exclusive. To our Patreon supporters are at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Uh, just a preview, I was talking with Chilla about a new toy that he got. Uh, he got one of those uh, uh, fancy and uh, highly coveted uh, ATEM minis that it seems nobody could have gotten before 
the pandemic hit. So a uh, little preview of that. And he's going to get some hands on over the next week as well. But of course, you can support everything at awesomecast.com. You can uh, hit us up at awesomecast.sorkershawmedia.com. Tweet us at awesomecast. Facebook page is awesomecast. And the Facebook group as well. A lot of great discussions going on over there that you guys can join us with and, uh, and, and, and you know, kind of. Uh, 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 infer what we're going to talk about here uh, on the show and and uh, and where we go with that. Please subscribe and rate us. If you're catching us live right now, we are on the Facebook, the Twitter, the YouTube, and the Sorkatron Media Twitch page. Uh, please hit a share, hit a watch party, hit likes, hit hearts, hit whatever it is. Give them a give us give a like, give a heart right now, uh, so it can help get in front of some more people here as we do do this live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time on all of those platforms. And of course, a lot of the chatter does happen over on the Facebook page uh, version of the stream. But thank you, everybody, wherever you may be uh, throughout the awesome cast universe. Thank you to our audio partners, the405media.com and postindustrial.com, sharing the awesome cast with so many out there. And, and I mentioned before uh, about that kind of more exclusive uh, uh, Patreon content that's going to be coming up. Uh, co- our, thank you to our friends on the Patreon, uh, our friends at the coffee club level, Matt Weller, John DeGore, and John Carmen, and at the fan of the show level, our friends Michael Fedor pghmuseums.org, professorbuzzkill.com, and Dave Ponder of the Tiny Shutter Podcast. You guys can support the show, too, at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Chilla, let's start with you on your awesome thing of the week, because it looks like you fell down a little bit of a rabbit hole this week. Is that it? It's, it's the last time I we were on the show, I think we were talking about... um, uh, what's the What's the Switch game that Dutters plays? Dungeons? No, we weren't talking about oh, Animal we Crossing. Talking, animal animal crossing. crossing. We were talking about cro- Animal Crossing, and then something about easy. Minecraft came up, and then I was like, "Oh, look at this!" And <laughs> mm-hmm. so that led me down a further down the rabbit hole of Minecraft. Um, so, and and these two are two more linkish, and I would start with the foxynotail.com. So, if you want to run a a modern bedrock edition of Minecraft on server. Um, they have Microsoft in concert with Mojang has started to limit some of the, the server options that you have. Um, but you can run that on Windows or you can run that on Linux. So I originally started my server on Windows and just to play around the house. And I was like, well, if my kid wants to start to get into some of the more advanced features, then he's going to have to run the server on the same machine he's trying to play on. And it's mm-hmm. an old eight-year-old laptop. Yeah, you don't want to push so, it. Yeah. So I didn't want to put the stress on the machine. But while I was digging around, I found so foxynotail.com forward slash M-C-B-E play. So it's foxynotail.com. And then if you look at the initials, it's Minecraft Bedrock Edition play. Um, they have a really cool skin overlay for Bedrock Edition server that actually gives you all kinds of menu options. It can open mm-hmm. up your whitelist. You can set server preferences. It actually does snapshots of your server. So if you want to roll back to a, a, a certain day or week or someone comes in and blows all your stuff up, you actually have archive backups in there. I thought that was pretty cool if you're running the Windows version. I wanted to take my Mac 
and somehow run it on there. So we, I think we had talked on the show a while ago um, about, you know, you can run it in a Docker container. Mm-hmm. Some people have built that out. Um, what I found was if I run it on Ubuntu server, I can get up to 10 people as long as Ubuntu doesn't have a UI running. I can get about 10 people with dedicating like two gig of RAM to it and it runs extremely well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, by doing that, you are stuck with command line everything. So if you're not a expert or at least a novice at, at Linux command line, you will become one. <laughs> um, but to jumpstart yourself, there's a guy over on GitHub. So at github.com forward slash the remote forward slash minecraft bedrock server all one word so github.com forward slash the remote forward slash minecraft bedrock server on his github page he has actually built a step-by-step um page on how to run his script so his name's james a chambers um james has been nice enough to completely write a Linux-based script that runs on Ubuntu and Debian. He's also tested it on um, ARM 64-bit Raspberry Pi and Tinkerboard, um, along with some x86 platforms. Um, but you download his script and then you execute it. It runs you through a couple questions like, hey, what do you want to call this server? Um, do you want this to start up as Linux starts up prior to login, mm-hmm. um, do you want to set up a cron job to do the backups and take the snapshots like what I was talking about on the Windows version? So he kind of builds that all in for you, and then you can Remind me to go in and tweak things as needed, like the, the Minecraft um, preferences. He also gives you kind of a, a start and stop script to run. Um, I definitely uh, recommend looking up the screen command in Linux because it runs in the background and you're in a command line. So there's no such thing as like switching a window to see what what the command line is running. And you'll get used to using things like the nano text editor. Um, But I've been extremely happy with the performance and it's actually led me further down the rabbit hole of running this in one VM on my Mac. So I'm using... Uh, virtual box if you get it it's i think virtualbox.org um, you can run virtual machines on a, on a single machine whether it's you know mac windows etc um, but they will uh, then what i can do is because i'm not using a whole lot of ram for this i can dedicate another machine and run minecraft java edition simultaneously so i've started to set up another Ubuntu server with um, the Java edition. So I could be running two. And then I'm also looking at using <laughs> no IP to do external dynamic DNS and some port forwarding so I can get to the so, servers and Christopher can play with his friends outside the house. So so let's boil this down for a second. Because you said a lot of things that even went I over did. that went even over, over my head uh, in server technology. Uh, so... <laughs> including like things that I think were courses at the R Institute uh, in programming. But uh, uh, so you are creating a server and deep diving on in Linux uh, so your son can play 
uh, more reliably Minecraft on his well, own more server. More reliably, but not just in the house, but also get friends outside of yeah, the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's engaged. also nice because if if you take all like okay, one can say what what is the advantage of this? One is a nice advantage if you're you know the kid or a teenager that wants to dive into something like this and you now learn how how to do server technology. But this is a you're running your own server. You don't have to worry about weird things happening. Like this, does this also help you as a parent kind of supervise that situation? Um, I would say a little bit. The one cool thing that I thought about this is so with xbox live now right you can even on the ipad if you have an xbox live gold account Mm -hmm. um you can spin up a server off your device and invite someone else to it off of my ipad yeah off your ipad wow it's kind of it's not the same in the fact of you know if if i shut down the game Mm -hmm. then the world's gone yeah but if 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 you are kind of playing with some friends and you want them to be able to play when you're not around the running your own server keeps that that's that server up and running even when you're offline Hmm. so that's what we that's how we kind of got started was you know you you open up your ipad open up a game and then you can invite someone in Mm -hmm. build your own world locally and then invite someone in I'm sure somehow Microsoft's taking that, putting it on one of their servers and letting other people join in. Okay. But as soon as you're gone, that's gone. And you can spend money on the realms where you kind of have your own world that sits there and you have operator jurisdiction where you can let people in, make them visitor, make Mm. them operator. There are different types of, hey, you can come visit, but you can't edit anything or you can come edit stuff but you can't issue any kind of okay um server command so they're, they're, it gives you the offline when you're offline other people can join in okay so so we'll have the links in the show notes of course if you want to dive into that and see if uh if you want to start doing your own minecraft server setups as well and if you do let me know and you're hosting it or you're allowing external access let me know i'd be mm-hmm. interested um, i found some plans for building a life size and this is the other reason to do it right because you can back it up mm-hmm. um building a life size millennium falcon inside of oh geez minecraft oh and christopher has a book that kind of shows you how to build this old school ice castle mm-hmm. looking thing but i think with a little bit of slight modification it could quickly become avengers tower in new york so i'm thinking about <laughs> kind of messing around within the world and building some of that kind of stuff. Well, let's say with the video game uh, line for a moment, uh, Katie, you have, of course, some some new news on uh, Animal Crossing. Yes. So I have to give credit to Chilla because Chilla pointed this out to me. And then I've expanded into other things with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the, there's, there's folks making money using Animal Crossing, like real life money. And uh, the story that we have is uh, someone has billions in the bank. <laughs> Billions of bells in their bank, <laughs> uh-huh. and also making money. Uh, she's a stripper, and uh, she started playing with her clients, playing Animal Crossing because she started playing because they everybody had some time off, obviously. And she found a lot of her clients were reaching out to her to just play, and so she charges for the hour to just play Animal Crossing with her to visit her island and stuff. And then, depending on how much more you want to pay, it gets a little less wholesome. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you're still playing Animal Crossing, but she might be wearing something a little bit more um, 
revealing. <laughs> so she's found a way to make money using Animal Crossing. And then, so recently, I was on TikTok. This is just like a giant weird rabbit hole. I was on TikTok, and I one of the For You uh, videos that popped up. Um, they um, another another young lady. She managed to trade and do all this stuff. So on her island is a bunch of um, items, but they're just the little leaves. Mm-hmm. So essentially, if you pick up an item that's just in leaf form and you put it back down, like if you're visiting your friend's island and you pick it up and put it back down, that that item will be in your catalog back home for you to order. So she has managed to pick like 900 items, put it across her island and categorize them. Like she spent hours doing this. And so essentially she's selling time slots to come out to her island and you pick up the, pick up and drop all of these items. So then when you go back home to your island, you essentially can order those items from your own catalog. So it's really neat. And she has like, like the best stock of this, you know, because she took the time to. That's mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> so she's, she, yeah, she's charging, depending on how long you visit the island, like a half hour, I think, was $10. And an hour was uh, $15. But wow. if you wanted a limited time slot, it was 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I've looked at this as an expansion pack in my head <laughs> for Animal <laughs> Crossing. So I messaged her. And, like, you just, you, you, you just kind of hope that you can get on her calendar at some point. And, like, really nice girl. Mm-hmm. And... um so I was like, if there's any unlimited slots that open up, so I'm planning on doing this and hopefully, you know, there'll be able to, a chance we can work out where I can go visit and pick up all these items and, you know, come back home and have them in my catalog. But yeah, I'm considering it an expansion. So there's people making money with Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. That's in very simple and I, I think pretty cool ways. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I was kind of curious, but they had a video on here, but uh, I guess it's an Australian article. And yeah. uh, we are region locked out of it. So I don't know if we are uh, risque in Animal Crossing territory or what. But uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and so like the, I did. This is another thing. I'm just going to jump off on real quick. So you can visit other islands using the Dream Island ticket now, which I, I'll go into further next week. Mm-hmm. But I did end up in a scary island that was it was a uh, was it, it was the island was in J- Japan and it was. Um, their island was themed Western scary, like our version of horror. And it was funny. I want to tell you about a few of these island visits, but what they considered like Western horror, like a lot of dolls and body parts that they, you know, like made it look like there were skeletons <laughs> and body parts. And it's, um, yeah. And they tried to draw a pentagram and it was a star of David with the 666 on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew what they were trying to do, but it was really funny because I was like, that's not quite right. Like but it was all you know, like not quite there attempts. Like 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 back when we is it is it like back when they used to skin like Quake characters and it was like like yeah, that kind of looks like Mario but wrapped around Quake guy. You yeah, know. It was, it's very yeah, very yeah. much like that kind of this is what we think core would look like, but we mm-hmm. can't really do it exactly. But, Jeez. but yeah. so Ed, how did you find her? So how did I, I, she showed up in my for you page on TikTok. Ah, so it was just, um, so essentially with your, if you're not used to using TikTok, the for you page, I could actually send you her. Insta- she's also on Instagram. That's where it was easier to follow. Her I am curious. Can you send her. that over in Slacker or, or, or the page or yeah, something? Yeah. Yeah, or the yeah. doc, because I, I am interested to deep dive into this. 
did see well, she has one video up there and she kind of just shows you what it looks mm-hmm. like and i should have sent that to you and i just because i i I just thought about it right when we went live and I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot about this lady. I'm trying to visit for the expansion pack. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to check that out. Well, thank you. So, so, and we'll have, we will have the article to the, uh, Kotaku, uh, article on it too. Otaku Australia, apparently that you can't watch the video. So, but, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll throw some of that other content out there as well. So my awesome thing is actually, you know, not a new one, but kind of a, a realization, um, you know, I, 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 you know, uh, uh, producer Miss has been out in California for a while, so I've just been, uh, been with, you know, lack of things to do lately, um, you know, catching up on a lot of my television watching. And I came to realize that, uh, and we're now, what, about two and a half, three months into uh, HBO Max being a, a, a thing that's released. And I discovered I am mostly watching it right now. Uh, and I don't know if it's just kind of it's the new thing and, and the kind of things they've thrown up there, but like it, it felt like I, I was watching nothing but Netflix, and now it's like I'm watching nothing but uh, uh, HBO Max stuff. It's really kind of taken over a bit, and, and there's a couple of reasons. Like first of all, it's got DC content, of course, uh, including they've been rolling in uh, Doom Patrol, uh, the Harley Quinn series. If you have this, watch the Harley Quinn series. Not with your children, but watch the Harley Quinn series. <laughs> Holy crap! It is a hard R. Uh, <laughs> if 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 not further than that, um, I watched both seasons in under a week uh, last week after they came out, and, and it seems like that's all that kind of DC universe stuff, and especially with some of the shakeups we've been hearing in the news about the layoffs and everything. Um, it, it it seems like everything. If there's anything Warner Brothers, um, it sounds like it's going to be funneled through this app. And it may be your place for that kind of thing. Um, I got it because of my AT&T plans. And we've actually always had HBO through it. But there's a funny thing that's always happening. And I don't know if you guys have had uh, HBO and experienced this too. Like you'll have HBO and they got all these movies on there. But it felt like you never knew about them. Right? Like you really had to say, I'm going to sit in HBO and find a movie to watch. Which is insane because there's... Just a bunch of stuff from the 80s uh, <laughs> on that platform. But uh, it, it for whatever reason, like, it, it, I don't know if it's the refresh and design or something, but I actually know movies that are happening on here. And there's a lot of movies that aren't officially HBO. And you'll see, like, you know, if you go through here, you see, like, uh, 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 Joker is on here. That's from HBO. Uh, Batman Killing Jokes from HBO. But then you'll have, like, the original Batman, the Dark Knight, uh, the uh, Dark Knight Returns uh, animated movies, you know, things like that. And I'm finding that, like, because of that way it's formatted, the way things are presented, maybe I'm just, because I'm spending more time in it watching Harley Quinn, like, it's surfaced all that stuff I'm interested in watching. And it felt like HBO that never happened. Yeah, like, I would sometimes stumble on, like, if you didn't catch it when, like, a new movie was on that front splash the first weekend, you didn't know it was going to be there, like, at all. Except for Joker, because Joker seems to be everywhere. Uh, but um, but uh, it, it's been kind of an interesting thing uh, for that. Uh, and, and I've had HBO go forever, uh, it, it feels, like since it came out, more or less. Um, so, And it, it's just kind of refreshed that whole experience for me. So not new, but just some more time with it. And, uh, and, and kind of uh, nice to kind of find all that content. Um it's kind of where I go when I'm like, I, it's Friday night and I want to watch a movie right now, uh, it seems. So, because I've been through, it feels like I've been through everything interesting on Netflix. 
So I, I've also been using it. I haven't used it for mm -hmm. the DC side, but I wanted to go watch a couple things that I knew that were on HBO. So went and watched them. I'll be honest with you. I thought the, as a HBO Go person, I was a little bit thrown off with the user interface because they've kind of mashed up like what seems to be what six or 10 different kind of networks of information. Like you said, DC it's cartoon network on there. There's like, yep. there's a bunch of them that, that are on there. So that, that threw me for a bit of a, a whirl. And the other thing that bummed me out was as a TiVo subscriber, I was using my TiVo to access HBO go. And when they switched to HBO max, they broke <sighs> Oh no! All of the HBO Go applications. Oh no! Not not just for TiVo, but like like if you try to launch that on your iPad now, it'll say, "Yeah, I, hey, this is now uh, HBO Max." I actually did just today. I I accidentally opened the HBO Go because I don't clean out my iPad at all. It's just kind of got whatever on it because it's like it's like syncing anything I download on my phone, right? And mm -hmm. I, and I got that. I'm like, what did I do? And I realized I clicked the wrong <laughs> one. And I was like, well, I'll never find it to delete it. So. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's, and, and also interesting because there are certain platforms that don't have Macs yet. Like Roku's, I think, don't. Uh, Prime uh, Fire Sticks, uh, Amazon Fire Sticks don't have it yet uh, because they're, I don't know, they're going over whatever deals or something uh, for this and they're not panning out. So, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's been a good take. If you're a DC fan, um, I would probably not invest in DC Universe right now. Um, because I, I'm sure I'm sure Titans and Swamp Thing and everything is probably going to come over eventually too. Um, and on top of that, if if th that's not enough to kind of think about it that way, um, there was some shakeups at Warner Media that, um, from the sounds of it, means that they are looking at HBO Max as the main consumer funnel of where everything goes now, right? Like you know, there's all the TV, you know, TNTs, TBSs, you know, you know, Cartoon Networks, a lot of them represented on here. Um, but then there's also like it's like like the focus sounds like it's going to be HBO Max versus you know all these other properties. So and again, this is this is shakeups from them being bought by AT and T, and they've just been kind of reformatting the entire company um, ever since. So it's interesting to see, and curious where it's going to go from there. So, but. Worthwhile. It's uh fifteen bucks a month, so it's uh, I mean that's only a little bit more than Netflix. And if if you're a DC fan, plus, well, not Harry Potter because that's going to Peacock now, uh, very shortly. But um, but it, it, there's probably enough on there for a lot of people, um, to be to be worthwhile for that. Good content on there. Like I'm not I'm not hurting to find stuff like I am on Hulu half the time. So, so that is. One interesting thing there. Uh, so uh, let me know if you guys have been um, checking out HBO Max. And I haven't even dived into Cartoon Network. I need to get in and be like, I need to watch Samurai Jack. Because I've only seen bits and pieces. And it's a series I want to see. Rick and Morty, I haven't seen the new season. Like, things like that. So, but uh, uh, Katie, I, you know, uh, have you, have you, I don't think, you, you don't have HBO Max. But have you been looking at that content-wise as, a, as a, something on the horizon? Friends. What friends? Oh, that's friends. right. They got friends. Mm -hmm. So I, I do have access to that. <laughs> oh yeah, that was in a content share. I guess that 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 is that's that's the killer app for you was the friends, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, kind it of a, worth it for me to have that because I don't we share. 
kind of a side. I was poking a little, uh, poking around a little bit at Peacock, and uh, they have those kind of channels. And so I'm like, oh, you know, I wonder. I was, I was kind of flipping through it, and and there's an Office channel, but it's not like episodes of The Office. It's Office shorts, so they're just clips and gags from The Office, and some of them are pretty quick, and it's really kind of startling. And then I flip through, and the SNL is the uh, same thing, where it's just like, well, you know, it's, it's just bits, and it was the uh, Mother Lover uh, music video with Timberlake. Uh, so um but it, that that's kind of uh, that's kind of fun it's it's interesting channel there's an unsolved mysteries channel in there and that's all free that's like not with a subscription on peacock and uh suppose there's a lot of stuff uh mad mike was telling us on the monday um a wrestling ma'am show um he started re-watching heroes that's on peacock uh so that's worthwhile and and by the way and i i thought it wasn't going to hold up because we have so many superhero shows these days he says it still holds up. It's still something different. Uh, uh, worth taking a look at if you've never seen Heroes before, especially that first season holds up really well. So, And then Rider Strike got weird. I went back and rewatched Heroes right before they relaunched a couple years back. Yeah, when they had the reboot. Um, yeah. And I, I will say, yeah, going back, at least season one definitely holds up. Um, and I think I got so tired. I, I was not too happy with it way back in the day. So I had actually stopped watching towards the mm. middle of the last season and actually finally completed it. It's, you know? pro- it's probably a lot easier now than the week, the week and then mm-hmm. mumbling over it. So that was the, uh, that was the water cooler talk for us was, was uh, definitely heroes uh, week, the week. So, um, but no, but it, it, it's kind of, it's kind of wonky to see where all of these are going. Cause it's not like, like in your mind, you're like Peacock should have Friends and Seinfeld in the office, right? And I think they got. I think Seinfeld is still belongs to Hulu, maybe if I'm not mistaken. But I guess those are always going to be kind of passed around uh, from time to time. So I'll be interested to see how that pans out. Uh, but anyways, speaking of pans, let's talk about some pizza. Okay, it's not pan pizza that I get from there. I don't, know, I don't know if they have a pan pizza, to be honest. Our good friend Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with a perfect pepperoni pizza. Three, temporarily, three locations, Beachview, Carnegie, and the East End, of course, uh, supporting the awesome cast for most of our 10 years of this show. Thank you so much to Rico and the guys down there for supporting the show. And, uh, and it's kind of nice. I'm actually getting some people back in the studio here and there. So it's good that we are feeding the guests that are coming in here uh, as we feel safe to do so and uh, doing that, you know, stepping through that. Uh, but thank you so much for Slice for continuing support. And thank you, all of you, for supporting Slice on Broadway uh, through all these weird and interesting times. Uh, check them out, SliceOnBroadway.com. So, uh, let's get into a, a couple of stories I saw over on our awesome cast Facebook group. Um, so this was, so I read this article after I get the email says, Hey, you should add your podcast to Amazon. And I was like, well, yeah, sure. So I added like, I don't know, 15 podcasts to Amazon from, <laughs> from the network yesterday. And then I saw, Hey, this is maybe not a good idea. Now, the reason that Podner uh, 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 shares here, he says, uh, I don't trust Amazon from a supplier standpoint, and this continues to look bad. Uh, I think more or less the gist of this is that Amazon, uh, while they're expanding their uh, 
Amazon Music and Audible to include podcasts and can include your podcast. Um, that also means like how Spotify does where they are going to run their own ads probably against it. And, uh, and of course, this is not like you probably have to pay for Audible or Amazon Music. It's not an open ecosystem like you see on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or, or, or things like that. I, to me, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not as concerned, and maybe it's just the nature of our product uh, that we put out. I'm not terribly concerned about ads being run against it or anything. Uh, I, I, I kind of personally just look at it as another platform to put your content that you can be discovered on. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, Chilla, Katie, are, either, are you, I know, uh, Katie, you're on Pandora. So you're, I don't know if you're finding a lot of podcasts on there on that platform, but um, uh, do you guys see any issues with, with Amazon uh, taking on podcasts here? It'll be interesting to see what they do and how, because I, I hadn't seen this until now, but, Mm-hmm. How do I search for it? Is is it going? Because I'll tell you what, like my Echo isn't my go-to for listening to a podcast, so I feel like it's not going to be discoverable for me because I'm never using. It's not your life workflow. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just not. Yeah, it's not my. Yeah. It's not part of my workflow, and I it, at a glance I don't see how it could improve my workflow. Mm -hmm. So now if you said, Hey, all your alarms from now on can be your, uh, a podcast rotation. I might be like, Hmm, that could be interesting. And I bet you could set up, you could probably set up an Amazon skill. They'll do that eventually. Right. That could, that could be interesting. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, when I'm going to bed, have it. Cause, and I've already kind of done that from time to time with, Mm -hmm. with even the Apple podcast app where you can kind of have it do the countdown to bedtime and have it play your podcast before you, as you fall asleep. Yeah. Um, if I could set it kind of as the alarm clock, that might be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Katie? I like the idea of, um, like I'm not big on Amazon. Like I like Amazon video here and there. Like it's not like a big source for me to look for content. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'm curious to see what Amazon will do that'll try to try to make it, more interesting and appealing than the other um, podcast apps. But as far as like, if I had a, a dot or something, if I still had a dot, <laughs> it wasn't living at Chilla's house. I think still was well, adopted. Well, yeah, and just to review, you received the dot, set it up. It disagreed with you. Yeah, and then you sold it to like Chilla. Me. Dot didn't like me. <laughs> it's in my mudroom. It likes oh, me. Of course it does. <laughs> But I, I feel like it would be nice like to be able to go, hey, play my podcast. But I feel like Amazon already <laughs> had that. The dot was already able to do that from other places in like what, I don't know. Like I just, I just want to know what Amazon's going to do to make it more appealing, like separate itself because you got to, I don't know, like everything is so much the same anymore that you really have to have a feature that goes, yes, I need this, or this is the only place I can get this. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, and Ponder's uh, uh, pointing this out, and and uh, man, I should have read the stuff before I agreed to it, but we'll see how that goes. Um, if you claim to offer access to podcasts, so da, da, da. so so apparently in the uh, user agreement, you you uh, 
Uh, Amazon required podcast producers to agree to certain terms, including uh, one that said shows could not include comments that disparage Amazon or its products. Well, jeez. Um, We've just been voted off the island. Yeah. We didn't even make it in near the island. We weren't even in the boat to go to the island. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes. Um, I mean, we're I think we're generally positive about Amazon here. But uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. It's, really, are they really going to be looking at that <laughs> so I, I i will say that's how i got the the atom atem mini was mm. i had I, i'll be honest with you i put a couple watches on a couple different reseller sites mm. that, for when it was back in stock because i was not paying the overpriced reseller fee yeah um and amazon was actually the first one to hit me up with a hey this is back in stock <laughs> at mm. normal at normal prices so yeah they were they they did me some good there well with amazon like anything else if that's a little too much for you and and we have we have friends on the network that have looked at spotify and said they don't want you know certain ads next to the things they're talking about because that doesn't make sense and i get that you know but uh it's it's usually probably just mattress ads in the long run like usual but so uh, Amanda over at Bolt Pittsburgh shared uh, some update on some uh, TikTok action. Of course, there's a lot of updates going on. And then I would check your daily news tech podcast for the updates on that. But for your consideration, uh, she says, uh, 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 the CIA apparently found no evidence the Chinese government has access to TikTok data, according to a report. And of course, that is the basis for supposedly supposedly not k-pop stands that why we're going through all of this right now with tiktok uh supposedly being banned by september 15th by executive order and for some reason uh wechat got thrown into the pile as well i guess so and and uh i don't know I, I don't know where that's going to go, considering their parent company, Tencent. Literally, I booted up, uh, I, I started watching uh, Wonder Woman, just like something to doze off to over the weekend. and was like, oh, hey, it's a Tencent picture. How about that? Also, like half of Silicon Valley is like funded by it. So um, I think it's going to get uglier before it gets better or it's just going to fade away. But uh, well, what data are they actually getting? I don't know. It, it, the. the the data on your phone, <laughs> the data your location. Oh, is okay. Location data. There's the copy and paste scandal with the uh, iOS 14 beta, which, by the way, LinkedIn was also accused of. Yeah, um, there's a bunch of them accused there, of that. There, there's some places. I mean, the, 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 it's the typical social media data that you'll get. The ad data. Um, but again, I, I think do, don't you log into it? Can't you log into it with a Facebook or something as well, Katie? Are you familiar? Mm, as far as I know, it's just, uh, well, I had a, I don't think so. Like, I can't think of a way for face, you know what I mean? To log in it. Cause yeah, I can't think of a way to, yeah, do you can, you can go in anonymous though. Can't you, you don't have to log into TikTok to, to use it to, use, no. to like watch. I don't think not, so. Not, you can do a handful of videos. Like you can do like maybe four, I think it's four or five videos. Mm-hmm. And then it sends you to either download the app or use the app because it's, it doesn't, it, it limits you the number because I annoy people by sending them TikTok links because they can only watch so many before it's like, use the app. Yeah, I can see it. Well, uh, Facebook's definitely making their move by uh, introducing Reels on your Instagram which is hidden 
in the Explorer tab on Instagram. And yeah, it looks like it. And um, from what I understand, the uh, algorithm is not quite as good as TikTok. It's literally just sending you dance videos and that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Re- Reels is not, it's it's trying to recreate. It, they're just trying to bloat it up, like bloat up Instagram with as much like different stuff to try to pull in all these apps that do different things. But it's it's definitely nothing anywhere close to TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And what you can use it for. And it's, you, you can't even find them. Yeah. Not, not immediately. Like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not front and center versus what TikTok does. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I think it's different difference between that and uh, stories that came over from Snapchat because like stories was kind of a secondary feature on Snapchat and then became a secondary store uh, feature on Instagram and Facebook. So like it, you know you could mimic it more and it didn't seem so chintzy i guess but uh yeah i guess i get uh, i don't I feel know like instagram should just call a spade a spade and put a menu up at the top that says here's our snapchat knockoff and here's i, I see this on roblox games all the time right there everybody's knocking everybody else's games off so it's like here's the Snapchat knockoff menu and mm. here's the TikTok knockoff menu and it would make it a lot easier to find these things. Which of our competitors would you like to mimic? <laughs> uh, you mentioned Roblox and I was going to go one direction, but I, I have to do this now. What's that? The band? The One Direction, sorry. No, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. One Direction to Roblox. Um, so, so... I should have been at the gathering of Juggalos this past weekend. It's 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 like the last major like thing I should have done, other than a friend's wedding, actually, in a couple months. But for, of the summer, and and it kind of hurt to know know that that was that weekend. Um, you know, a random calendar that I didn't uh, uh delete by then. So apparently, according to Newsweek of all, all places, uh, some Juggalos had gotten together over the past week to still gather digitally. And where did they gather, Chilla? You can probably looks figure like they out. Gathered on Roblox. It looks like they had a gathering on Roblox. They encouraged everybody to listen to uh, Juggalo and sing Clown Posse music at home and join them uh, at noon on, I think it was the eighth. Uh, no, through the eighth, they were doing so. They did this for four days, just like the gathering but in Roblox. I have not seen anything of this. I tried downloading Roblox and didn't get a chance to hop into it to see if I could find it, but this exists somewhere, just like the visuals of the gather- real Gathering of Juggalos. It is a mystery to us, and we don't know what it was really like. I doubt there was a- not as much nudity or violence. I don't know. I'm not that familiar with Roblox, as I think you are our expert in this, correct, Chilla? Well, you could, I mean... They could give you weapons, and you could go around blowing each other up. Or wait, 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 wait a minute. What do you think we do at the gathering? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The basic experience is things are blown up. Sometimes a car gets flipped that they found somebody that's been stealing out of your tents, and uh, you will probably be propositioned to show your butthole. Uh, that is the and 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 concerts and and well, you could do everything but probably show your butthole. There's no Roblox butthole. To be shown? No, not really. No? Okay. Nobody nobody would have hacked they, that? I guess they could make make a single stationary one kind of as the part of the level. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, if, if Roblox has a pretty cool 
editor to it. It's kind of, you can actually get started. They have a couple kind of baseline level types. There has and to be. You can quickly get in and build your own. I, I'd also be interested, did they publish this or did you have to be invited? Uh, did they make it a private new, new, level? So you're reading this thing and I don't think they even mentioned Roblox until like the last paragraph. <laughs> It was just—it was the worst written article. You're like, oh yeah, cool. We're going to do online stuff. Da da da. Like, see in Roblox. I'm like, what? What? Uh, Katie, you have attended a gathering of the Juggalos. Uh, what do you think of the uh, uh, digital alternative idea that may have happened the last week? I mean, it's no fun without the porta potties for sure. Uh huh. It definitely <laughs> smells better. Yeah, <laughs> we need a candle. A porta potty smell candle. <laughs> <laughs> Properly celebrate the gathering of the Juggalos at the Roblox. Oh boy! Oh, uh, the, that is an inside joke, partner. I will not get into live on the air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You'll know if you saw that, Katie. That's for you too. Um. Anyways, uh, uh, speaking of Katie, can you, uh, so so Twitter has a new ability that that is uh, has already rolled out. Correct. We should. Yeah, we should be seeing it. Everybody should be seeing it, if not now, soon, very, very soon. Okay. Depending, um, yeah. So essentially, instead of just being able, you can you can tailor your tweets to only re- receive replies from either the people that are in the tweet, no one, the people in the tweet, or everyone. Mm-hmm. So or you can just kind of limit it down each time you tweet. So you're not getting folks who are just... Um, yeah, everyone, people you follow or only people you mention, that's it. Um, so you're not just getting a bunch, because a lot of people will just go out there and reply to everything, mm-hmm. no matter whether or not they know you and they just want to cause trouble. We, we understand, you know, there are accounts that do that or bot accounts. So this just kind of cuts out and might make more people more comfortable to be more honest and put things out on Twitter because they're not going to be facing a potential backlash of just random folks who they don't really you know, care if they have what their response is, but it kind of, it, it was, it works both ways. And you kind of leave these tweets out here unchecked also mm-hmm. too, which kind of makes me a little bit nervous, but I think, I mean, as a user, it's wonderful, but. So, so it, it, it's, by the way, byline uh, alert on this. I don't know if you noticed who wrote this. Um, ah, no, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kim Lyons uh, wrote this one, friend of the show, speaking of. Um, or Dutters, if we believe they're the same person. Uh, <laughs> so, so if I tweet and I say who can reply, people can still see my tweet, right? Like it's it is still mm-hmm. public for people. So, yeah. so, and, and, and does this affect quote tweets? Well, I think if if you're gonna have to retweet something with a comment, yeah, to re- essentially reply to somebody, okay, if they're keeping just, it within so, their followers or. So it's basically the if I hit this tweet and see all the replies, those will only be my limited replies that I've selected. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. okay, that makes sense. Well, it's it it changes the dynamic of Twitter, but I I suppose we are long beyond the purity of 140 characters through texting uh, mm-hmm. with Twitter, and and everything everything ends up looking the same towards the end um, as as they keep growing and bloating, right? And looking like each other. Looking at you, Instagram. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of, uh, Chilla, you have any thoughts on this? I apologize. I'm not paying attention because I'm trying to get into the ICP, the Virtual Gathering <laughs> 2020 on Roblox to see if okay. it still exists. Okay, be careful. Be careful. If you get any tips to uh, fit in, 
uh, like Katie and I know. I see there's so you can uh, equip Fago, you can play arcade <laughs> games, you can throw Fago, you can move the camera. There's fair rides. Yes, I the, the, the fair jump. rides look as questionable as the real ones. Because I got I I gotta say the last time I was on a Ferris wheel was that one gathering, and uh, I don't and. Yeah, I think it's kind of scared me from them since. So, <laughs> Same. I, wait, wait. I think it's the one I was with you at. Yeah. <laughs> we just like rode this Ferris wheel. Be like, this is kind of cool, but I'm kind of entirely frightened at the same time. Oh yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so while Chilla goes to check on uh, uh, the gathering on on roadblocks, I will not pull one of his stories for this. Uh, <laughs> what else do we got in here? It, this, it looks like the server's been. They shut it down. They shut it down. Well, it, it, it ended at, 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 at the 8th, and that usually means that the sheriff comes in and clears things out. So uh, the Roblox probably just did the same thing. Uh, but anyways, so um, I, I actually got to play this. This is one of the games that was uh, previewed at the Xbox event a couple of weeks ago called Grounded. Um, imagine Honey, I Shrunk the Kids as a video game, basically. Uh, and, and I was... And Katie, I think I think I was sending you um, when I was starting to play. I was sending images to Missy, and I think you guys too, right? Um, so, but there was an article that popped up on Vice actually about how um, the game, of course, being a you know uh, 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 you're a kid who's shrunk and you're in the middle of the backyard is the is the basic concept of this. Uh, so. And spiders are apparently a popular monster and other things like Elder Scrolls. But of course, that means there's an accessibility problem that they explore here. And when you do load the game, um, and also even in this article, say there are no images of spiders in this article uh, at all. So so if you were reading this for that reason, you you were not um, kind of refrained from from doing that as well. So so there is a certain there is a pop up that comes in when you load this game says this this game contains spiders that are often much larger than the player. If you are super not okay with that, you can enable arachnophobia safe mode in the accessibility options. This is a visual only setting that does not affect gameplay or difficulty. So, and I'm like, I shrugged it off. And of course I'm playing this thing at night. Then yeah, I got the heebie jeebies when the spider attacked me. Uh, (laughs) So, but apparently what it will do is instead of it being a spider looking thing it becomes kind of a blobless big black thing with uh, uh beady eyes on it uh to to keep you from the arachnophobia side of things my wife is deathly afraid of spiders and i kept messaging and say hey you can play this game um i i don't and apparently this was a problem with elder scrolls as well where um some people tried playing it and actually at least for the pc version had to download a no spider mod to be able to play it because basically anytime you went into a dark cave, you got attacked by spiders and that was going to be a problem. Um, uh, Katie, chill. Have you, have you, I, I, you know, the, the, for games that are like, typically games are pretty big on fear. Like this is kind of a nice accessibility thing for kind of a, you know, a, a good kind of first person, you know, RPG ish, you know, action, you know, figure stuff out in a yard game. Well, I can tell you that uh, doing surveys for haunted houses for years, spiders were always within the top three, usually, mm-hmm. of of things that people always repeatedly put in that they were scared of. And it was like, and I never thought about adjusting a game 
because that fear is so common. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what were the other two? Uh, usually a clowns and chainsaws. Because it was the clowns throwing ca- clowns running around with chainsaws that shot spiders was the big plan. <laughs> like if you ever really uh, you see, them. I would have just had a spider clown with Ooh. a chainsaw. With each arm, leg has a chainsaw. There you go. Yeah. I, I do like this idea, though. And I like that they didn't alter the gameplay. What I'd be interested in knowing is the... I'm guessing the blob moves around just as fast as the spider and is yeah. the same target space. So, yeah, I think it's a cool idea. And, I mean, we've seen players modding games for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is just one more. They, they just built it into me. I, yeah, I mean, it's an Xbox game. It, it's actually in preview. It, like, it's not even the completed game at this point either. Um, it's part of Game Pass. So, so you're able if you're on that, you can check it out. Um, and it's from Obsidian, who who's pretty big with um, uh, RPGs apparently. So they probably have had the spider problem in the past. So, uh, but no, it it, it, it and, and generally it is it is a really fun game, a really weird kind of quirky. Uh, game, so I, I, I highly recommend it. I spent a I spent an evening with it, uh, a few hours with it one time. So uh, in the last week or so, I think. So, uh, Chilla, I'm t- I uh, do, the, do we're 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 on a video game kick. Seems like also so just go a, to the last okay article. The spies don't die heading. The, the spies <gasps> don't die. Oh no! Yes, tell me about this. So there is. No! I just read the headline. <laughs> so some genius um, did a fan remake mm-hmm. of GoldenEye 007 um, from back in the days. I remember I had it for N64. Um, so they rebuilt the game. Um, and it's the 25th anniversary, so they were calling it, I think, like GoldenEye 25. Um, and they got picked up by enough news media that they got a cease and, des- cease and desist order from MGM. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so fear not. Um, while GoldenEye 25th anniversary or GoldenEye 25 will not be cre- recreated by this crew, and they actually had the watch menu down and everything. Um, the weapons and ammo system, portions of the levels, um, the 3D models and texture sound effects. Um, they're all going to continue to use it. Um, in fact, they've th- their Twitter will be shut down um, this Friday, but they will be going under the new Twitter handle, Spies Don't Die. Um, it's a working title for right now. They're taking, um, uh, feedback on what the game should be called. Um, but they're going to revamp some of the levels, add new ones, and we'll be kind of creating their own, um, sort of 007 like game. Um, I'm sure people will, it'll, it'll cause people to think, oh, this, this reminds me of Goldeneye. Um, but they, Check them out. Um, I actually started following uh, following them on Twitter because I'm interested to see what they mm-hmm. do with this, and I'm I'm extremely hopeful we're going to get like a four player multiplayer um, version of this, which will be super cool. Yes. So uh, I, I I so two sides of this. 
Um, one, and it's mentioned here in the article, like these remakes and remasters are, are, are nothing new. Black Mesa was a remaster of the original Half-Life that somebody that actually made it out to the wild. But again, you know, that's not a license. That's not a, that's not MGM James Bond, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a remake of something. And I think Valve, I mean, Valve has a pretty big mod community, so it kind of makes sense that they would not touch that. Uh, and I, I know there's been, uh, Nintendo has, I think, knocked off a couple of times, um, remasters of mario 64 that have gone out uh so so that that situation is definitely not new um i also think it's interesting like these kinds of pivots because i've seen this elsewhere as well um there's some some and we've actually had interviews i think one of our awesome chats was about the previous version of this game there's a game on steam called uh uh action arcade wrestling i think is the current name of it but it was attached to another wrestling promotion who unfortunately got tied up in the speaking out movement that's happened over the last couple of months and basically folded. Uh, so they have actually stripped that branding off of this, this wrestling uh, game, which is made, by the way, and I met them and talked to them uh, uh, at a show when they were early demoing the game. And it's a husband and wife programming team, I believe. Um, Either way, it's just just two people. So when they were given the the updates and stuff, like they were just like it's out, and they were improving it as they went, and and we're looking to do, I believe, both Xbox and PlayStation ports. But uh, but but it is kind of interesting, you know, seeing any developers like this do a pivot when the license becomes um, inaccessible for one reason or another, right? It, it it's it's definitely super cool that they're redoing this one i'm glad they picked this one um to your point just like mario and a couple other ones that have been mm-hmm. kind of knocked off um hopefully they'll be able to do something with it and kind of come up with some of their own ideas yep um i have uh i have a i have a this actually came from the wrestling ma'am show group uh but i, sh- I shared it over on the awesome cast as well because technologic it's in- it's interesting have you guys seen the roller coaster video where in japan where they're trying to tell you if you're go- you can ride our roller coasters when the theme parks reopened but please don't yell because that's the risk factor of covid <laughs> because of you know uh uh, uh, uh moisture particles coming out yes, and that's what carries in your heart your scream from yeah. your heart or whatever so there was a there was a hilarious video that was going around of two guys in like suits riding the the roller coaster the entire way just got a camera on them and they're just like reacting but just not screaming right just the show that you could do it mm-hmm. new japan pro wrestling came back at the beginning of july and of course japan is a lot further along with the covid uh comeback than we are uh in the pro wrestling thing amongst many sports are still being figured out if they still happen um in the in america but in their instance uh, they came back, I think it was a, about halfway through the month. I actually just started watching this show uh, uh, the other day. And they have fans, and they were distanced, and pretty large arena, and they did all that, and they're wearing masks. But they did also ask them, please don't chant and scream during the wrestling match. You hear a lot of clapping, you hear a lot of foot stomping, and that's how they're reacting. Okay? So... New Japan for their next show. Uh, do 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 do. Uh, this one doesn't have the date on it. But either way, so they're introducing an app and they're trying this out at their next live show. From the looks of things, and the idea is 
that you download this app and it's going into beta August 9th, according to this article. Um, instead of you cheering, you use the app to cheer. And the app is in Japanese, so you don't know what cheer is, what chant or whatever that you're pressing. But ideally, uh, you will use the app, hit the button, and I believe it will... I, I, I'm unclear on this because I think the app itself, like, it's just a sound app, right? So, somebody told me, and I don't see it in this article or, or alluded to anywhere else, that maybe it plays over the speakers kind of idea. Like, everybody, you know, it's kind of how they're piping in stuff for, like, the, uh, the for baseball, you know, but this is, like, a, maybe a dynamic thing. But I think the idea is I sit here on my phone, hit a soundboard, and the fact that we're all hitting the soundboard on our phones will make that crowd noise happen organically, right? But it's such an interesting way to get around the please don't cheer at our shows. I was actually at an indie taping where they said, we we need to do this. <laughs> so, but I don't know if it happens with like a hundred people versus like, you know, a couple thousand uh, 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 idea like that. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Is, is this something that should come to maybe some more sports as an option as we, as, as crowds uh, are maybe allowed to attend? Oh, I'd love to see this, like if it was a thing, but it, it, it definitely has to control it. So you were, didn't have people just going, yay, boo, yay, boo, boo, <laughs> yay, yay. like inappropriately, like, or it would just be a whole bunch of sounds. And also I should iterate that, that, that Japanese crowds are, um, very, um, respectful, yeah. <laughs> very respectful. Like even before this, like you would hear mostly silence during a match, especially if it was like really go and match. And then you'll just hear applause. Like, like there wasn't a whole ton of yelling beforehand. <laughs> so, um, so it's like, maybe it's just that, that, that scale, it kind of works out better. Right. Um, Chilla, what do you think? I, I think this would be super cool, especially where I, I mean, not that we can watch penguins games anymore, but nope, nope. I mean, if you could have had, even for the, for the players, if you could have pumped that into the arena or to the venue, um, I think that would have been super cool. I, I completely agree with Katie's point of, you know, don't don't let people abuse it. So maybe you sign in and you kind of root for your team and you only get to use certain areas of the sound palette or whatever. But it would to me, it would also change the dynamic of watching it because I it, it felt weird with no audio in the stands, mm-hmm. like no fans, no, none of that. You're talking for hockey. Um, for hockey, but it's, yeah. yeah. And I mean, baseball's pretty much the same, right? I mean. <laughs> Just a roar when it? something actually happens, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, unless you're like the guy from Weekend at Bernie's, he's the only one that I saw in the stands. <laughs> if you caught if you caught a glimpse of that, I think. No, I didn't. New York. <laughs> so in New York, you had to pay. You you could pay to get your cardboard cutout put behind home plate mm-hmm. for the games, and someone paid and got the 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 guy from Weekend at Bernie's like slouched down with the sunglasses on, um, in the stands, um, for the baseball game. So I thought that was that was hysterical. Oh, but um, no, I mean I feel like missing that fan interaction is 
is it impacting watching as well as I'm guessing impacting the players so that if they can pump that throughout the the arenas or whatever as well, I think that'd be pretty cool. That'll be interesting to see. Well, at that point, I think it's time to wrap up here, guys. Uh, Chilla, you are, of course, at Chilla on the Twitter. John Chichilla on the Facebook. I didn't hit the buttons right. Hold on. There there it is. There now it's working. There I is. There, there I is. is. There, there I, I is. Uh, Katie, of course, uh, you are, of course, putting your updates over on your Instagram uh, and your social media as well, right? Yep. Kate Marie PGH. I have also been invited to go to the island where they I can <sighs> do the pickup and dropsies tonight so i will have an update for you for next week <laughs> fantastic i can't wait to can't wait to see how that goes there so katie's paying to go to strange islands it's an expansion pack <laughs> it's like downloadable content yeah exactly yeah yeah i mean i mean you really haven't dived into the uh micro transactions too bad there have you no i've been pretty well behaved okay we're like this is the splurge this is the I this is like when I was like I've played Pokemon enough that I can drop fifteen dollars on Pokeballs because I they deserve my money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm supporting somebody. Too. Except except you're not supporting Nintendo with <laughs> somebody else. I'm going in a group. There you go. Makes sense. So you feel safe. Um, yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. Everybody that's been on our chat room throughout the night. Hi, mom, uh, and everybody else, and Dave Potter. And everybody else hopping in there as well. So um, thank you so much. And uh, you have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.